a lot of the great innovations and opportunities happen through less than ideal times like we're going through now. So if we keep our eyes open and know that there are opportunities about, of course, have those really great conversations and walk through those open doors that we get offered, then really phenomenal things can happen from there. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Sir Sanju Ganglani of Ganglani Media. Sir Sanju, great to have you on the show. Same here. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Sanju so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Sir Sanju is a quintessential entrepreneur and an expert in marketing. He is the founder of the award-winning Gang and Lonnie Media, a global marketing agency founded over 10 years ago. Sanju knows very well how much dedication and effort it takes to turn a business that is starting into a successful one. And he has worked with companies such as NCR, Microsoft, and Dell, and understands the struggle of leaving a corporate job to pursue a passion. He also has experience with all types of clients from startup to Fortune 500 companies across North America, Europe, Asia, and Africa. Sanju, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. This is awesome. Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I kind of alluded to it when I read your bio, but I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. So I actually started my first company when I was around 14. It was kind of fun because I used to take my father and my brother with me everywhere to kind of knock doors and, and meet people and kind of build credibility, right? So we kind of did that for a few years, you know, moved that off and then kind of went back and got educated and got the corporate jobs and did all that. But the itch in me was always to go back and do my own thing. So, you know, a few years into the longest job I ever held, I got up at a conference in Orlando and said, I'm done. I got to go back to doing me. Flew back to Toronto, handed everything back and started Gangland Media. So essentially, you know, with me, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, you know, my dad, his dad, their dad, my mom's side, my wife's side, it's kind of in the DNA, it's in the blood, but you know, it's, it's always been making sure and doing things that are a lot more exciting. That's one of my backstories is, you know, making sure that whatever I was doing, I was feeling fulfilled and I was feeling passionate about. And I think that's sort of what got me onto the entrepreneurship side and kind of keeps me here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I know that your excitement, your enthusiasm, your passion kind of led you to gang and line media. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing there and how you made a huge impact? Sure. You know, when we started, we were looking to fill a gap. Back in those days, the marketplace was either you got a you know 90 page proposal and said, see you later, good luck on figuring it out, or was I only did websites or I only do SEO or I only do social media. And then, you know, there's this huge gap where nobody was kind of bringing it all together. So what we, or what I was looking to do at that point, because, you know, I was the janitor, I was the accountant, I was everything at that point, was to bring everything into one place. So you could walk in, get a strategy, build it. And then you'd have a team that actually understood the strategy because they built it and actually execute on it in a way that worked in your best interest, right? Because when you're you're working in multiple agencies and multiple companies at times, technically everybody's competing because there's always some overlap somewhere. So what was cool about our environment is that the SEO guy will turn around, talk to the social media person, will turn around and talk to the website developer, and they're all kind of working in unison to work on your account. And so that's what, you know, we, we really kind of wanted to make sure that that experience and that feeling of being a part of your company was not only felt, but was actually true. 
right? And it, that, that's what sort of built the ethos of the company and the culture of the company is, you know, whatever we did and, you know, people will walk in, clients will walk in and see my, my team kind of arguing with each other, like, what's going on with them? And it's like, no, it's okay because they're arguing for you. They're not arguing out of a place of ego or out of a place of, you know, I'm smarter than you are. It's really what's best for this client at this point. And how do we protect them and get them what they're looking for the best? So, you know, we were able to kind of build that out. We do a lot of community work, a lot of nonprofit work. Two years ago, I was knighted, as you kind of gather from the title, you know, in recognition of the work that we do. And, you know, just for me, this was always a means to an end. Like if I could, I'd just do everything for free and then help people build their businesses. But unfortunately, like we said, that component of life gets in the way. The banks don't understand that. And, you know, <laughs> family still got to eat kind of thing. So... You know, as as much as that sort of vision, that would be the ideal situation for me. You know, uh, right now I fulfill that by making sure that we're treating our clients as they should, and we're seeing them see success, and that's very important to us. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself personally, the business, or a combination of both. And you might have already touched on this, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So this answer has been very different a few weeks ago. And the reason I say that is, you know, recently I've come to realize that if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not able to get the rest and the focus that you need, you're not going to be able to help a lot of people. So it's my answer a few weeks ago. I've been like, I'm available 24 seven. I got you kind of thing. And, and as much as that's still true, because obviously we have people do that. But right now it's more, I think the value is making your life easier so that you can also have a bit of a balance. Because you know what, as we all own businesses, we all own companies. We're always on this, on this hustle culture and this, you know, got to keep grinding or it looks like we're not doing anything. But there has to be something that gives and there has to be a path where you can take a nap and not feel bad, where you can do things and not feel bad. So I think what we bring to the table as of today <laughs> is, you know, being able to assist you to get to that point where you don't have to do everything. We can help handle it and take that load off. And it's not just marketing. It's, you know, we mentor and we do a lot of stuff with new entrepreneurs and, and people who are new to the country and giving you the tools you need to have the peace of mind so you can get some rest and relaxation and do what you did this for, right? Which is really buy the freedom, right? So if you're going to buy the freedom, enjoy the freedom. And that's sort of the new outlook of the company and myself personally. Nice. I'm excited to hear that. And so many times you hear that you can't quote unquote pour from an empty cup. And I think that as CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, we're go, go, go trying to juggle all those different things. But we sometimes forget by stepping back. And like you said, being able to kind of partners and people that you can depend on, it's so huge because it allows you to do not necessarily less uh, necessarily. I guess you, you are doing less, but you're doing more impactful things. You're more in your zone of genius. You're more where you're supposed to be so that you can help your organization, your business, whatever that looks like, get to where it wants to be. And we often don't get to that place by doing more things. We get there by doing less and more impactful things. Exactly. And as CEO, you know, you're, the traditional CEO's premise is to push, 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 right? Get more done, get more done. You realize that's not necessarily the best way to do it. Right? It's good in the first few years of a new business. I fully get it. I respect it. But you reach a point where you're like, that's not the best way to keep things moving, not for yourself and not for your team. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're seeing that a lot, you know, with the changes and people in positions and things that they're doing, where they're starting to become more than just, you know, checking things off the list. It becomes purpose. It becomes legacy. It becomes those things that people are kind of looking for. And when you're push, push, push towards goals, and maybe having tied those goals into like how it's actually going to make that impact, that's when you start to maybe not have as much success with being able to, of course, reach those goals, but also to kind of retain the talented people that there are out there as well. 
I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I think it's taking the time to talk to new people and actually listen. You know, a lot of the times we'll go into conversations with people we do know or don't know, and we won't actually listen. So I think my biggest hack is listening because you'll learn a lot of things. You may not agree with it, and that's fair, but you'll learn a lot of things of different perspectives. And that's information and that's a skill set you can take back into your own business to have that tolerance and have that ability to hear a perspective, handle it, and deliver a mature response. Right. And I think that only comes by practice. And it comes by a lot of patience and practice. Sorry to repeat myself, but yeah. Nice. I love that. And you know, what was coming to my mind, there's a book by Malcolm Gladwell called, I think talking to strangers, or he has a part that talks about like talking to strangers and how sometimes when we were kids, obviously there was a reason why, you know, you didn't want to talk to strangers, but it sounds like we, as we grow up to adults, we have that same kind of mentality and we don't realize how that kind of, I guess, creates a barrier in terms of ourselves as individuals, but also our thoughts, our innovations, the way that we look at things. And so many times by having those conversations, talking to strangers, so to speak, it, it provides so many innovations, even though we may not necessarily agree, it sometimes can help us look at things in a unique and different way. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, you're marketing yourself, right? If you look at it, you treat yourself as the business, you're marketing yourself. So how do you let people know you exist? And how do you learn from other people to grow yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And those innovations, those opportunities can definitely come from everywhere and anywhere. So I absolutely appreciate that. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Patience. You're there. You're always there. Your head's in the forest and you may not see it, but everything that you're doing and every path that you're on most of the time we tend to give up just before about to see it come to fruition. And I think having that ability to have the patience and have the wherewithal to be three feet from gold, so to speak, right? And, and always realize that your efforts aren't wasted. It may pay off today, it may pay off in five years, but it will come back and help you in some way. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're opening out different quote-unquote CEOs on this show. So, Sanju, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think it's being responsible not only to your team, your clients, but yourself and the community around you. I've always said that the reason that we do a lot of what we do outside of the business side is because, you know, I recognize that at some point in my life, somebody gave me a chance and somebody gave me some guidance and somebody kind of pushed me along the path and said, here you go. And there's so many of us in our communities that have that in us, that have that spark, that have that idea, that have whatever you want to call it. And with just a little bit of love and guidance can blossom and grow and, and you know, change their lives, whether it's financially or, or emotionally or whatever it is. But I think that's sort of where I feel a CEO's responsibility is, is to continually give back outside of their team to the community around them and to the places that can benefit so we can create more CEOs and create more companies and, and create more freedom for everyone. Nice. I love that definition and that perspective. And I love the love and guidance piece as well, too, because I think so many times, you know, we've been speaking about kind of narratives as well, too, of the overnight success and 
self-made man or self-made woman. And I did it by myself. But I think if we really kind of drill down and understand that somebody might have, you know, motivated you, somebody might have said some really kind words in a podcast or, or potentially gave you finance or gave you opportunity or open that door, you know, when you thought there were no doors that were even existing or open. <laughs> so I think if we really start looking at that, you start to realize like, how can I myself and as leaders, especially as CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, whatever the title might be, create that same type of spirit in everything that we're doing, whether we're talking about teammates or creating more CEOs. So I love that definition because I think so many times we can lose track of the process, the help, the guidance that we got, the love and kindness to get to where we want to be, where we actually are now. I mean, I agree. And I mean, again, you know, remembering that what you're doing this for is not money. I mean, maybe, of course, it's a driver, but what it's doing for is to give you the freedom to do what you can to grow and grow everyone around you. Absolutely. And it becomes an incredible responsibility once you understand that, because it doesn't become just something to do. It becomes a charge or a mission that you're called to do, for lack of a better term. Yeah, very true. Awesome. 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 Well, Sanju, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you on about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Cool. I guess what I'll leave it with is... If you're looking to figure out how to recover from what's been happening over the past two years, if you're looking to figure out you know, where to make investments and what to do, we always provide an open door. We have a no obligation open door. We're happy to speak and, and understand people's businesses and see what guidance we can give them, whether clients or not, it doesn't matter. But whether it's us or someone else, I, I'd encourage you to go out and reevaluate your spends and reevaluate your plan because we've come to this really interesting time where there's so much potential and, and things that we can take advantage of right now that weren't available pre-pandemic. And you know, if you figure out the right way to leverage that, you'll actually come out far more ahead, you know, in the six, eight months that follow and put yourself in a position that's really strong. So that's what I would kind of put out there. Our website is askusforanything.com. It's a fun one. And we kind of do that because we literally have done everything that you can think of or found everything that you can think of, including weddings and everything in between. Um, you know, as long as something's reasonable, we're always happy to explore and see if we can make it happen. So, you know, that's our website. Our uh, Instagram handle is at gnlmedia.com and uh, not.com rather gnlmedia and uh, linkedin just type in my name and you'll, you'll find me and you know free free to reach out and i love meeting new people and, and networking and understanding what else is happening in the world awesome 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 well, i truly appreciate that we will have the links and the information in the show notes as well too to make it even easier for everybody to click through and, and find out all the awesome things that you're doing and of course connect but i truly appreciate that that last kind of you know tidbit and that last nugget as well too because i think especially during a time like this where everything seems to be upside down and completely different and change. It sometimes requires us to look at things in a different and unique way. So I appreciate you bringing that to light. A lot of the great innovations and opportunities happen through less than ideal times like we're going through now. So if we keep our eyes open and know that there are opportunities about, of course, have those really great conversations and walk through those open doors that we get offered, then really phenomenal things can happen from there. So thank you so much, Andrew. I appreciate it. I hope you have a phenomenal day, my friend. You as well. Take care. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. 
This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.